Hello and welcome to the latest installment of the Government Technology Insider Podcast. In the increasingly connected world we live in, data is becoming more and more a valuable commodity. And as with anything of value, there are conversations happening right now about how to properly secure and effectively save data. Today we are specifically discussing what is referred to as unstructured data. This can include emails and images, or really anything that isn't housed in a data warehouse, but occupies a network regardless. Unstructured data may seem harmless at first pass, but in reality it can create both cybersecurity vulnerabilities and inefficient storage, both of which carry specific risk and issues that can cause an organization a lot of trouble. Today we are continuing our conversation with Dallas Nash, Senior Director of Sales for Unstructured Data Solutions at Dell. Dallas and I had just finished discussing what UDS is and why it has become so important in the last few years. When we last left off, Dallas was just about to start describing the risks that are present if unstructured data is not properly stored. Alright, so we've established what you know unstructured data is. We understand, you know, these solutions are necessary for a wide variety of reasons, but if we could just kind of unpack that a bit further. You know, what are the risks involved with this unstructured data? Are there specific instances we can point to to say like you know, this is what happens if you don't store it properly. Well, in the legacy uh, process, like I was just talking about, when you have disparate data silos, uh, generally uh, the data protection facet is is a very real thing. If you lose uh, a LUN or an actual hard drive, you could ultimately lose all of that data. The impact to the business has not been all that paramount because in a lot of cases, people aren't using uh, the the data sets to run business intelligence. So as companies or government agencies move to these modernized infrastructures, the, the real caveat and the real criticality comes in the securing of that data set. We've seen lots of, uh, of cyber attacks recently and the locking of the actual data set or the destruction of backups uh, most recently, we've seen that in every avenue of business and government in really the last three to five years. And so as a part of that, when you lose intellectual property, you lose the data. It could be a film company like we saw with Sony back in the day where they had their entire network breached uh, and ultimately the destruction or early release of movies out to the world. Well, we've seen recently uh, the cyber attack that impacted that pipeline on the East Coast, which shut down gas and oil transports all up and down the, uh, the East Coast, effectively creating mass product shortages and increasing prices exponentially. The challenge with that critical infrastructure is if you've got no way to revert back to the actual data set, and we call this uh, air gapping your data set. So what it does is that you effectively do a live transfer of the data from one data set to the other, and then you air gap it. You disconnect it physically or virtually from the network itself. So you have something to revert back to in the event that you don't want to pay the ransom in locking your data set uh, and potentially exposing your IP to the world. So that's a huge, huge thing right now. Uh, you know, it, it's always been said, right? Insurance is too expensive until you actually need to rely on the insurance that you've purchased. So if you don't have that insurance, we, we've seen, you know, customers make comments like, hey, I know you pitched this to me prior, um, and I'm sorry that, uh, you know, we said no to you in the past, but my bo- don't let my boss know that we've had this discussion already because we just got hit with a ransomware attack and I don't want my job to be at risk. 
So these are real world conversations that have happened. Uh, and it's things like that that make uh, securing of the data sets so much more critical now than they were five years ago. Cyber attacks have increased exponentially. So this is a real world, uh, real world challenge with real world problems. And uh, ultimately, uh, Dell Technologies can help solve those uh, in the immediacy. So let's kind of circle back to what you just said in that previous response there. You know, you started discussing the, the better ways to house and secure this information. Um, let's unpack that a bit. You know, in your mind, is there a best way to secure, in, you know, this unstructured information, this unstructured data? Is there better ways to do it relative to what people are currently doing right now? You know, what are your thoughts? So, you know, again, right, I'm, I, I, I'm a little bit biased, I would say, given that, uh, that I'm working and supporting Dell Technologies deliver the, uh, the Isilon and PowerScale solution from unstructured data to our customer set. But really, when you're, when you're talking about, uh, again, delivering business value, I think that's the most important thing, right? Unlocking the old data and being able to make critical business decisions on it. How does that impact the warfighter? Right. If we're just simply collecting traditional data sets and you're doing video capture in the field, what we can do now is we can take that legacy data set coming in from a video surveillance field and we can and we can make real actionable decisions based around it. We could identify potential targets. We could uh, do real time analysis of the of the enemy combatants in the field. And the government and the military can make real decisions predicated around things that are happening in live streams coming off the day, uh, off the battlefield today. So that that's a huge uh, that's a huge movement from where we were a few years ago. And again, just just taking data and storing data and then analyzing it after the fact. We're not even looking at it um, in a historical perspective. Now we're all about real time decisions with real-time analytics and really making advanced business decisions and again as they impact the warfighter or civilian governments and the development of smart cities or or, uh, or securing critical infrastructure like the pipelines like we just talked about if we don't have those capabilities then we're left in making decisions from the past as opposed to what's happening in real time. Dallas continued eventually describing some of the many ways that agencies and governments can use unstructured data to serve their citizens better. But to hear the rest of the conversation, you're just going to have to tune in next time. To learn more about the many ways to use innovative technologies to address the challenges faced by federal, state, and local governments, please go to Government Technology Insider. I'm Kevin Tierney, and until we talk again, so long.